0: Sup, Dad? Welcome to This Dad Reads, a bookish podcast covering numerous genres and fandoms. I'm your host, Jason, and on today's episode, we'll be talking my last current next, Star Wars Celebration, and the latest on The Mandalorian Season 3. What is up, my fandom friends? I hope everyone's doing well out there. I thought I would bring KC78 on early. Just have him be my buddy with me as I'm just chatting for the majority of this episode. So come on in, KC. How you doing, my man? I know we got so much information from Star Wars Celebration recently. I really wish I could have been there, too. I know I was trying to get you to hang out in someone's backpack or get over there. But, you know, it's a cross-continental flight for you to get over there. So I understand. I was just really excited for all of the people who got to go. And seeing everyone's experience, it just warmed my heart. I was so excited for everyone to be there and everyone to experience it, you know. So hey, I was thinking today you could just kind of sit with me for longer and we can chat just the two of us. Is that cool with you? Awesome, awesome. I just wanted to start off with my last current next. So let's just jump right into it. All right, so the last book I read was *Quest for Planet X* by Tessa Gratton. This is the second middle grade book in the Phase Two uh, release of the High Republic. It is the direct sequel to George Mann's *Quest for the Hidden City*, which came out last fall. It was really good. And full disclosure, I read this is probably one of the fastest Star Wars books I've ever read. I received it, read it, and reviewed it all within like two days. <laughs> so I was really motivated to get my um, review published before my last podcast episode. And uh, it was a couple of late nights, some frantic writing, but it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. I actually think I benefited from that kind of really quick read. Um, I think just being able to spend a dedicated, solid amount of time with the characters. And it's a really tight, contained little story, like most of the middle grade novels are, but it was really good. And it was mysterious. And for those of you keeping up with the timeline and the initiative um i know there's been a little bit of confusion online with some people curious if they should read that or cataclysm first um i don't think there's any issues reading Pla- planet for quest for planet x first um i've heard some chatter of people saying that it quote unquote spoils a portion of cataclysm but if it it really doesn't guys in my opinion it doesn't because it, you're only getting part of the information in quest for planet x cataclysm just kind of expands i would say on what you learn in that and it's not really a spoiler until you find out what's in cataclysm so i know that sounds vague but i don't think there's any problems reading quest for planet x first and then jumping into cataclysm i will say um, quest for planet x is required reading before Path of Vengeance, I'm going to get into Path of Vengeance in a second. But um, Tessa Gratton was the one who wrote Quest for Planet X. She is of the amazing duo of her and Justina Ireland, who wrote Path of Deceit together. They wrote um, Chaos and Flame, which is a, uh, their own original YA series, which I read that first uh, read and reviewed that first book earlier this year. Just a super talented writers, and it is illustrated by Peter Antonsen, who has done a lot of the illustrations for the middle grade novels. I just want to shout him out because he just is super talented and there's a couple illustrations sprinkled throughout the book too which just makes it super fun so um this was you know Tessa I would say balances a really light adventure with age-appropriate themes of loss identity and maturity and I actually thought um I would read you a little bit of what I wrote about in my review so here we go central to the story in quest for planet x are Jedi Padawan Rupert Natani Prospector preteen Das Leftbrook, and roguish teenager Sky Graph. The novel takes place following the events of the Battle of Jeddah, and while the galaxy is full of uncertainties during this time, this motley crew comes together amidst conflicting priorities to track down the mysterious Planet X. Sky Graph has unearthed a family relic, one he believes, with the Jedi's help, can aid them in their search for the planet. The three teenagers go on a galaxy-spanning adventure, pick up a member of the Path of the Open Hand along the way, deal with deep issues related to grief and suffering, and end their journey in ways none of them expected. Once again, it's a really great time. That was my last book I read, so on to my current. The current book I am reading is the final, well, what we think is the final novel installment in The High Republic Phase 2, the YA novel Path of Vengeance by Kevin Scott i am mere chapters away from finishing this book as i'm recording this episode and guys i cannot put it down it is everything i was expecting it is everything i love in a star wars book i know that tons of people when this book was first announced last year were just ready for the pain that we know Kevin scott can bring in his writing And I, let me be among the first to say that this book is amazing. It will not let you down. If you have been following this entire arc of the phase two storyline, it is everything that we are wanting. Things are clicking into place. It is, it's crazy. It's really, really good. I am really excited to, (laughs) I just want to finish it because I'm loving it so much right now. This is one of those things where I was thankful to receive an early review copy. Um, This book comes out on May 2nd. So not too far away, but it's one of those things where I just tear through the book and then I wait too long to write my actual review. And I kind of I know I loved it, but that initial kind of spark is gone. So I'm I'm promising to write my review fast, um, so I can have it front of mind. Um, it's just one of those books that I know you're not going to want to put down if you're a fan of Kevin Scott, first of all, and if you are a fan of the Higher Republic Initiative. And again, I would say all of these books you have to have read this timeline to keep up. And I know that I'm one of the ones that does read them all and keeps up. So when you get to that point in the story, you will not be disappointed, guys. I promise you, it's everything. We we it's everything. And um, I'm gonna get into kind of what I think is gonna happen or how we think that this phase ends um, in a little bit when I talk a little bit more about Star Wars. The next book I'm going to read, I am going to do something with my next book that I rarely do. I'm going to read two books at once, and I have a little bit of a cheat for this. And I'm only calling it cheat because it's, it's more of like a life hack. So I'm going to listen to the audiobook of Iron Gold. Next, um, it is the next installment in my Red Rising read-through that I am dedicating myself to do, one book a month in the lead-up to Lightbringer. I am also concurrently going to be reading The Endless Vessel by Charles Soule. It is published by Harper Perennial and comes out on June 6th. I'm really excited to dive into this one. Um, He has a number of um, books that are outside the Star Wars um, world. Those have been on my kind of digital TBR for a long time, but I've never actually read any of his books. separate non-Star Wars book. So I'm really excited to do that. And I'm really hoping that I can get him to come on the show soon to talk about it. Um, I I don't know a lot about this story yet. I'm hearing some good chatter about it online. I know he himself is really stoked for the story and excited. And uh, he just wrapped up a really successful Kickstarter um, where he kind of included a second uh, mini tie-in novel with it, which in- and a whole bunch of tiers got opened up and people could get art prints. And there's a special edition of the book, which looked gorgeous. So um, it's exciting stuff. I'm really excited to dive into that. So, wish me luck. I rarely read two books at once just because my brain doesn't really work that way. But because one is being delivered in audio format, and then the other I'm just going to kind of dedicate my own normal reading time, I think I can do it. These are two that I want to wrap up in the month of April. So, here's hoping and uh, more to come on both of those books. I will be writing and publishing reviews for both. So, keep your eyes and ears peeled on those. Whew, Casey, that was a lot. Casey, what have you been reading? Oh, okay. Yeah. You mainly are reading like digital manuals and software updates. Okay. Well to each their own. I I'm never going to judge as long as you're reading. I'm just happy for that. Are you keeping up with your reading goals? Okay. I understand you're busy. You're a busy guy. I, I keep you pretty busy too. So I know it's hard to find time to read. I get it. I get it. So. All right, Casey, I think I'm ready to dive into Star Wars talk. So can you get my uh, audio intro going? Appreciate it, bud. Okay, guys, so we have a lot of Star Wars to catch up on. And actually, as of this airing, The Mandalorian Season 3 will have ended officially. <laughs> I um, can't speak to that yet, but I will speak to the latest episode that came out um, as of this recording, which was uh, the pr- the penultimate uh, episode for the season. So... The epicness of Paz Vizla's, uh sacrifice happened. Moff Gideon made his uh, epic return. It was a crazy episode. I know a lot of people were kind of like, yes, finally, this is awesome. This is what we we're expecting. I've really liked this season so far. I do agree it's been a little bit different, but um, I've been enjoying it overall. And I think this episode really started the momentum going for the finale. And it did make me a little bit bummed that there's only one episode left. So Again, I'm not really one to theorize. I just like to go along for the ride, but I I guess, you know, I will, uh, my future self will know if the armor, armorer really is bad. I know the rumblings are going on that the armorer, and you know, it was very convenient that she left the planet when she did, and she's been very mysterious the whole time. She used to be a part of um, Death Watch. So I'm really excited to see where the story goes. I don't know if we're going to get a Thrawn reveal. There's been a lot of chatter. Uh, I know because Star Wars Celebration just happened, which I'm gonna get into in a second, there's just a lot of buzz. Or so are we gonna see Sabine? Um, what's gonna happen? So I, I'm gonna just cherish this moment. Um, I'm just gonna soak in this not knowing of what's gonna happen because I don't know, to me, some of it, it's part of just the unknown and the fun, that's part of the fun of it is like experiencing the story. So I'm just excited to go along for the ride. Um, I thought Grogu's little <laughs> integration into IG12 is was cute. Um, I don't know how long that's gonna last, but I can only imagine the toys and uh, memes that are gonna come from that. So for that reason alone, I'm 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 here for it. I'm <laughs> I'm behind that. So Star Wars Celebration um, was as of this taping just one week ago, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. Um, you know, across continental flight uh, and trip just not even one whole year since I went to celebration last year was just not in the cards for me this year, um, which was okay, but I was stoked to experience it online. Um, I didn't stream a whole a ton of the panels, but I definitely stayed connected on Twitter and on Instagram. I had a number of friends who were there and fellow book people who were cosplaying and looked awesome. So shout out to Bobby eight, Alexander, Um, to Isabella, um, a whole bunch of my book friends who were just out there killing it. Um, I was especially, the thing I was the most bummed about, I would say, was not being able to be with all my High Republic people at the cosplay meetup, which I have said on this podcast before, was my absolute favorite part of last year's celebration. And just from seeing the response in the crowds that were there, it made my heart so happy. I. I honestly felt like I was there. It didn't feel like that was happening without any of us. All of the High Republic fans and friends were present in that moment, even if we weren't present in that space. So I just, I felt that we are all the Republic vibe. I was so happy for the authors to be just showered with love. And that picture was epic, like so many cosplayers and you guys all looked awesome. That is not my thing. That's not my talent. That's not my forte. But it looked amazing. You guys are inspiring me to do it. I, I, part of me wants to jump in just because how awesome you all looked. So, oh, it made my, it made my High Republic heart so happy. So, part of the biggest part for me was the High Republic panel. I, that is one, um, that I did stream. Um, and I love just being able to, um, see what's coming up and just hear what's coming next in Phase Three. Especially, tons of novels got announced. I know that the release schedules got spread out a little bit and I heard Michael Siglain saying that was intentional so people can, as they continually jump in and start reading that they have the time to do so. And I can already see from um, Reddit and just online groups that a lot of people, I think since Celebration have started jumping in, guys, I think we're doing our job. I think people are seeing and realizing that the High Republic is cool and it's here to stay. So. Um, and that it has such a passionate and loving fan base that are so welcoming and awesome that more people want to join So i'm seeing a lot of posts, people asking where should I start? What should I do? So? Um, i'm so stoked for that and I just want more people to go on this journey. So I'm i'm glad that the release schedules are getting changed a little bit Honestly, too for my sake like there's a lot of books that come out. So I I do this for fun obviously But I love keeping up but it'll be nice to have kind of some more spread out breaks sometimes um also, it wasn't streamed, but if you were on the internet and saw anything, you knew the news about the Acolyte series that's coming to Disney Plus, and how they announced that Vernestra Rowe is going to be a part of it, which is just mind blowing. Obviously, I'm not Justina Ireland; I'm not one of the authors, but I have I've been there from the start, and I witnessed Vernestra's you know origin, and it just feels so cool to see her in live action and know that she's going to be brought to life in such a different way. And she's going to be brought to audiences that have no idea who she is. And so I'm so stoked about the Acolyte. I know the trailer was shown um, to... Uh, both the the higher public panel and one of the other um, Lucasfilm showcase panels. And I heard that people were just losing their minds that it looks awesome. I've heard really good things about the show creator and showrunner that she is just a fan of the books and loves the whole initiative and wants to do right by it. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. Like I've said it before that I think it's unfair to treat one medium um, better than another, like live action so often gets treated with so much reverence and is kind of like the ultimate in terms of storytelling but to me i don't believe that but it's really cool to see a property that i love and characters and storylines that are just inside and part of our passion and part of our love come to life in a different way and if that's going to be what introduces more people to these books i'm all for that so I cannot wait for the Acolyte and look forward to in this coming year, just getting more tidbits and hints dropped. And I hope that I can't, I want to see the teaser. I want the teaser to drop. One thing that I am um, excited about as well for the High Republic is um, the Night of Sorrow. They, the authors teased um, with that epic close-up of the Nameless, the Leveler with um Olivia and the mother in its eyes, like they teased something. So that's why I kind of said, I don't know if Path of Vengeance is the final thing in this initiative. I I think they're teasing one last story to be told. Um, It's anyone's guess what that could be. Some people are thinking it could be a one-shot comic. Some people think it could be a short audiobook, an audio drama, whatever it is, I'm excited. It's kind of cool that they're waiting and teasing it as like a final drop before phase three starts. So whatever it is, I'm ready, I'm ready. I focused a lot on the publishing stuff from Star Wars Celebration. Obviously, that's my kind of go-to. That's my passion. I, I know that not a lot of other non-High Republic novels were announced. And I think that they are going to be talking about those more at San Diego Comic-Con. So cons are still happening this year. Hopefully, we get some more um, novel announcements and teases about novels that are were announced already last year that are still coming out this year. So there was also obviously a lot of chatter about Ahsoka and um that's very exciting and thrilling and um just seeing all of this, the creators and the actors come together and th- just the fervor for this show is so crazy and especially with you know revealing thrawn and to no one's real surprise confirming that lars mickelson is going to be playing thrawn is just so awesome and i i feel like i couldn't think of anyone else who could really Do it better. Obviously, he provided the voice, but his look is perfect. Like he he's he's the perfect person to cast for Thrawn. So so stoked for him to make his live-action debut. I'm looking at my Thrawn pin right now on my pin board. And this character for so long has meant so much to so many people. Um I am just stoked for it. And I know that I just saw something online today that Timothy Zahn himself reacted to the his live action appearance in the ahsoka teaser and he said that feloni has consulted him and so here's hoping that you know the story groups of this series are doing right by his work and i, I think they're going to honor it um are they going to please everyone all the time no no they're not and that's what me and my buddy zane talked about last time like not everyone's going to be 100 pleased but i hope that they honor the character that zon has taken years and decades to just create and nurture and make him so complex, I hope that that complexity shines when he makes his debut. There was so much more at Star Wars Celebration that uh, I'm sure if you were into it, you were following it, if you were there, you experienced it, but I just, I was, I've been reading a lot of people's experiences saying that the thing that surprised them the most was just the social element, having, no one was a stranger, everyone was a friend. And it just, again, it makes me so happy to see that everyone got to experience that in Europe, in London. That's exactly what I felt last year. And that's what I miss most about Celebration. It's not the teasers, it's not, you know, the swag. It's just being connected to the people that everyone is a friend. And they did announce that it's coming to Japan in 2025. And in all honesty, that's probably a trip that I will again have to miss and i that again that makes me just bummed because i want to be with my people it makes me excited for the fans in asia um who haven't had a celebration in a long time and just i guess the fact that more people are going to be able to experience that warmth of the star wars community will be able to do so if i if i don't if i'm not going to be there in person that's totally fine uh i just look forward to the day that i can again and um there will be the most epic of Star Wars book meetups. I think the next time we have one in the States. So let's just, let's just say it now. We'll make it happen. Whew. Casey, that was a lot. What did you like the most about Star Celebration? Oh, Chopper. Yep. He made his appearance. Your buddy. I know you guys probably go, you guys go way back, right? I'm stoked that Chopper's awesome. And I know that uh, a lot of people, all of the Rebels fans are just so excited these days, right? Me included, me included. Well, KC, this has been awesome. Hey, do you need to check any of our um, security level clearances? I want to talk about um, May the 4th. Do you think, do we have permission to do that? And can you check? Okay. So guys, my next episode will be airing on May the 4th. The Star Wars holiday. Um, I have some exciting news that I am going to announce here for the very first time and confirm that I will be recording an interview with Kevin Scott himself, and that episode will be airing on May the 4th. So I am so excited. He is um, actually the first author interview I've had since my debut episode. We're going to be talking about The High Republic, of course, um, Path of Vengeance, and just so much more. I cannot wait to sit down with him and share with all of you that conversation. So, I will probably be teasing out on my Instagram in the coming weeks if you have any burning questions for Mr. Scott that you want to ask, but definitely look forward to that. I there's some other plans that um KC is now confirming with me are not um to be spoken yet, but keep your eyes out on May the 4th. There might be something else fun happening on my Instagram, so keep your eyes peeled for that. So, guys, Mr. Scott himself will be with us. And I am so excited to share that with you and to celebrate together our day, May the 4th. So look forward to that, please. I just want to say once again, everyone, thank you for your support and just this Dad Reads podcast. If you have an extra minute, please go give my podcast a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Five-star reviews really go a long way. And so I'd really appreciate if you would just take a moment out of your day to do that for me. I'd really appreciate it. Well, Casey, I think we've talked about all the Star Wars that I had on my agenda for the day. Are you good? All right, my bud. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I've had an awesome time chatting with you. All right, until next time. Take us out, Casey. Thank you so much for listening. For more of my content, visit my website at thisdadreads.com for full book reviews, interviews, and articles. Follow me on socials at thisdadreads on Twitter and Instagram. This Dad Reads, the podcast, is produced by Erebus Industries and me. Special thanks to my editor, Jeremy Tuttle, and Tacoma Media for the use of their song, Bounce. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. Catch you next time.